Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. What kind of a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50% of their life savings just as they near retirement? It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I have a big question for you. Is your money struggling with attention deficit disorder? Now, all jokes aside, attention deficit disorder is a very serious condition, But what I'm referring to is something that I see every single day as a fiduciary. You know, our country is going through a very huge transition right now where we have over 10,000 people a day, they say, that are retiring. And yet, are they retiring with money that's going to help them experience the retirement of their dreams? In other words, have a retirement in which they can do what they want to do when they want to do it for how long they want to do it and still have income left over. Today, we're going to be discussing the singularity of purpose when it comes to your retirement, your money, how you're investing your money. Because again, this is something that's serious. You haven't worked all of these years as hard as you've worked just to wing it when you get to retirement. You want to know for fact that you're going to be okay. You want to know that the odds are stacked in your favor so that you can have the retirement that you've always dreamed about having. So let's get started. Today, this program is really, I guess, a culmination of so many experiences that I have that my partner, financial advisor and fiduciary Amanda has. This is something that we see almost on a daily basis where people have worked hard. They've been good savers. They've got money set aside in various different accounts. And yet they have so lost focus of their money. They've allowed their money to begin to wander off and to do this and to do that and to do the other. And it could be in the spirit of diversification. It could be in the spirit of busyness that they've allowed this to happen. But when it comes to your money and the money that you've worked so hard to save, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of having singularity of purpose. You know, your money, your retirement savings, the money that you've accumulated up until this point in your life, its number one job is to take care of you. And so my question is, is it going to take care of you? 
Do you know for fact that it's going to take care of you? Do you know for fact that it's going to last you long enough providing what you need? These are all very difficult questions. These are all questions that people every single day are wondering. They may not be vocalizing them. They may not be sharing these concerns with their spouse. They may not be discussing these things with their coworkers or even their financial advisors. But rest assured, it's a thought that's in the back of your mind. It's chipping away, scratching at you every single day. And every day as you draw closer to retirement, it becomes more and more serious to you. The cost of living going up, allowing yourself to see all of the expenses around you increasing in cost, that only adds pressure. It only adds more concern to a very valid question. Can I afford to retire? I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. So today I want to be able to take some time to explain and to share with you, I think maybe some observations that will be very helpful to you. Number one, I think as it pertains to money, money can be broken down into three purposes. Purpose number one, the reason that we would save the money, that we would try to accumulate it and grow our money while we're in the accumulation stage of our life is for that of income. In other words, the singular purpose of this money that we're setting aside is for income. Now, if we believe that we have a purpose, a singular focus on income, we need to ask three sub questions and you're going to see that there's a bit of a trend here. The first question is how much income? You need to be identifying today what it's going to cost. If you were to retire today, what is it going to cost you each and every month throughout the year to be able to continue to do what you have come to do already? Number two is for how long? Now, I know that this can be a very broad and a very concerning thing because, of course, life expectancy, there is no guarantee. We may be snuffed out tomorrow we may end up living the next 30 years in retirement and dying at the age of 104 but we need to look at the normal life expectancy within our family and our health currently as it stands today and we need to identify how long is this money going to need to last me now you'd like to think that it stops there but it doesn't because now we've got to also include a spouse you see if you're married you want to be looking at that spouse's life expectancy and either they're going to outlive you or you're going to outlive them. One or the other. I will guarantee that that will happen to some capacity. It may be by moments. It could be by decades. Who knows? And the third question to ask is for whom? For whom is this income? Is this income for you? Is this income for your spouse? Is this income for a disabled child? Is this income for grandchildren? What is it for? These are three subcategories or three sub questions we need to ask if our singular purpose for the money that we've worked hard to save is out of income. Now, what's a second purpose that we can have for our money? Well, second purpose that we can have for our money is lump sum withdrawal. Now, this is kind of a big one. So kind of follow me on this because you see, you may already have some cards that are stacked against you on this one. 
You see, most Americans today, the majority of what they've worked hard to save for retirement is going to be that of pre-tax money. And if we're really serious about lump sum withdrawal, the reason I'm saving this money, Matthew, is for a lump sum withdrawal, then we need to identify a major concern, and that's called income taxation. Because you see, if all you've saved is pre-tax money in a 401k or a 403b or an IRA, and your goal is to go buy, say, a quarter million dollar home in Arizona somewhere, if that's your goal, then you're going to be looking at probably withdrawing all of probably $300,000 just in order to be able to cover the taxes on the quarter million that you need to take. So if lump sum is the singular purpose of this money, we need to ask how much? What is that amount? Is it going to be 30000 Is it going to be 300000 How much is it going to be? When? This is a big deal because you see, if you need the money tomorrow versus you need the money a decade and a half from now, that's going to lead to you doing different types of investing in order to be able to create the greatest chance of success. If you have the need for a lump sum, but you don't need that lump sum for 10 years, you could be doing things like, say, Roth conversions, so that by the time the next decade shows up and you need the money, now instead of having to pay all the taxes up front lump sum, now you're able to take the money out totally tax-free. And then here's a big consideration for you. If your singular focus is lump sum withdrawal, have you looked at the legitimacy, the efficiency, the economics of borrowing money. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Some of you were probably screaming at the radio right now. Why would I do such a thing, Matthew? Interest rates are extremely expensive. Well, that's correct. They are expensive. They're not extremely expensive. Trust me, I went through the 80s and 90s, and so did you. Chances are, if you're a listener to this radio program, And so you know what extremely expensive is. So are they elevated today compared to the last 25 years? Yes. But the reality is, is that they're not going to stay that way forever. We know that the direction that the Federal Reserve is pushing interest rates right now is higher and higher. But we also know that those interest rates are going to calm back down. And again, this circles back to the when. So so many people today, let's just use for a moment an automobile. I know that when I retire, I want to be able to buy that brand new Ford Explorer, the one with leather interior, the one with all of the bells and the whistles. Okay, well, it's a pretty expensive automobile. And the reality is that, well, guess what? It's also a depreciable item. So do you really want to take money out of your own pre-tax retirement program, let's say, and pay taxes on it in order to then buy a depreciable item that's going to lose maybe 10, 15, I don't know, 20% the moment that you drive off the lot with it. Or would it be better for you to borrow the money and to have your money earning and producing an income stream that could actually make the payment. And this way you avoid the income taxation at the same time that you don't have to work any harder. You don't have to make any unnecessary or outlandish decisions, but rather your principal is remaining intact and is producing the income to pay for the car. The third purpose of money is that of legacy. 
And legacy is something that I know to so many of you. I've met many of you. You email me. You call in. It's a very important facet of retired life. So many of my clients, they may not make legacy the number one goal, but certainly it is one of the more important goals to them. They want to remain independent. They want to take care of themselves. But if they can, they want to be able to leave a legacy behind. And so when we think about our money and we think about the purpose of our money, part of the purpose or maybe the singular purpose of why you've worked hard to save this money is so that you could leave a legacy. And if that is the case, then we need to discuss and think about how much. How much is enough? And are we going to leave them taxable money? Or are we going to make the concerted effort to leave them tax-free legacy? There's all sorts of ways that we can do that, that we can create estate planning in order to create tax-free legacy for our kids and for our grandchildren. And then we want to be discussing for the whom. For some of you, you have a disabled child and you need to be looking at things like a special needs trust so that that child, not only can they receive a legacy from you, but it doesn't upset the apple cart. It doesn't stop or prevent the security of their stipend that they're receiving every single month from the state. So you see, we need to identify what is the purpose of our money. Is it income? Income for us in retirement? Is it lump sum withdrawal? Is it legacy? So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Now sit tight because as we come back, we're going to be discussing more additional questions and some solutions for you so that you can become more singularly focused on what's important to you and to your retirement. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Investing in the stock market these days is like riding a roller coaster. One minute you're moving up slow and steady just the way you like it. And then all of a sudden, your investment portfolio is in a free fall. Up 800 points, down 800 points. It can be very scary. A lot of people no longer gamble with their retirement in the stock market. If you are tired of the ride and want to look at safer options or would like to learn a better way to grow your money during these times, call Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson. 
president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. If you're just joining our program, welcome to the program. Today, we're asking whether or not your money has a bit of attention deficit disorder. And the reason I ask it that way is because as a fiduciary of over two and a half decades of being an advisor, I can tell you the singularity of purpose when it comes to our money is not just important, it's vital. It is absolutely one of the most important things that we can begin to focus and concentrate on as we get prepared for retirement. You know, some would argue that the number one job of your money is to take care of you. You're the one that worked for it. You're the one that dealt with all of the late hours and the early mornings and the traffic and just the overall bupkis of having a career. And so as a result, you've worked hard for this money and now it's time for this money to return the favor back to you. But before we get into all of that, we need to first and foremost identify what is most important to you. Is this money's job to create income for you? If it is, how much? How long? For whom? Is the purpose of this money for lump sum withdrawal? If it is, how much? When? And is borrowing a better economical option? And number three is the singular focus legacy. If it is, how much of a legacy? Are we going to leave taxable? Are we going to leave non-taxable? For whom? For children? For grandchildren? For great-great-grandchildren? For charities? These are all extremely important things that we must first identify in my book that is going to be coming out hopefully sometime in 2023. I give the analogy of we were at a practice range. We're shooting a rifle, but we don't have any sights. We don't have a target. How do we know what we're aiming at? We don't. We don't have a target. We don't have any sights. We don't have a scope. We don't have any way of being able to determine if we're even on the mark because we don't even have a mark. And so many of us, we just simply work every day. We set money aside in our 401ks, but we haven't gone now to the more deeper methodical level of being able to identify the purpose of why we're saving what we're saving. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. So I have some questions for you because... Oftentimes, I think as I ask these questions of my own clients and individuals that I meet every single day, once they really drill down, they realize that for at least a vast majority of their money, the vast majority of their money has been saved for the singular purpose of income. And so if that's the case, then we need to go on to the next step, which is asking if your current advisor is qualified for the job. Now, for some of you, you don't have a qualified advisor. You do not have a fiduciary that you work for or work with. Rather, you simply have the employment 
plan. You have the 401k or the 403b. And we need to understand that those are very cookie cutter. We need to understand those are very mass produced and they're designed for accumulation. They're not designed for distribution. So we have the distinct opportunity. Even the government knows how risky 401ks and 403bs are. This is the reason at the age of 59 and a half, the handcuffs come off and you're able to roll these dollars tax-free into things like IRAs. But let's pretend for just a moment that you do have an advisor and maybe you've worked with him for a short period of time. Maybe you've worked with him for decades. You see, we need to identify their focus, their idea of what's important. We need to identify what their area of expertise is. And why is this important? Because you see, if you're working with an advisor, they may be wonderful at growth. But when it comes to the distribution stage of your life, which could last 15, 20, 25, maybe 30 years in duration, it's going to be very difficult for them to be able to still continue to stay focused on growth when you're taking distributions. And why is that? Because oftentimes growth-based tools are going to be things like index funds and mutual funds. And those things do not create income in any significant amount, they don't produce 4%, 5%, 6% as you deserve to be receiving from your principal. And so as a result, if you ask them to, say, follow the 4% rule and give you 4% of what you've worked hard to save every year, if they don't have the dividends or the interest necessary to create that income, then your principal becomes eroded. And now it's a race against time. Number two, we need to ask, do you have enough for what you need? This is a big one. And in fact, I would say the single most frequent question that I get asked when those of you that listen to this program come in for a free consultation, for a, a free meeting with me, is, Matthew, can I afford to retire? And that's a good question. It is a very important question. But the question is, cannot be answered unless, of course, we first understand and know for fact what you will need. Some of you are saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to need. Well, that's a bit of a cop out, though, because we know the majority of what we need. We have things in our life like property taxes, insurance premiums, life expenses that are daily, gasoline, groceries, medicine. We already know probably 80% of the equation. So we need to look at that and say, okay, if I need X, Y, and Z, how much is my social security? What is my social security going to be able to satisfy of that total amount? And speaking of social security, what are you doing to identify what the single best social security strategy is? If you haven't done a social security analysis, you've never worked with someone who has sophisticated software to be able to identify between you and your spouse what the optimal age is for you to draw Social Security to get what you want, then I believe that you're really doing yourself a huge disservice. I just recently met with some clients, and this gentleman thinks that, for the most part, Social Security is, yeah, it's something that he's worked for, it's something that he's he certainly deserves, but he never really gave it much consideration until I sat down with he and his wife and he realized that 
the difference between the single best strategy for he and his wife and maybe the second or third best was over $150,000 of difference over the course of the next 20 years. So what are we doing to identify what Social Security is going to provide for us? If you don't know, I encourage you to go to the website, fill in whatever you need to fill in to create an account so that you can get a good handle on those numbers. Number two consideration, continuing on with that, is are you using all of your working capital? So oftentimes people think of just what's in their 401k, but yet they may have 100000 200000 saved and in the bank. And that's just because they're good savers. They live within their means. They save more than they spend. And yet it's unfair to you to simply hang all of retirement on just what you've saved in your pre-tax accounts. So if you have money sitting in Roth, if you have money sitting in post-tax accounts like your bank, CDs, things of that nature, you want to have all of your players on the field producing the income if that's your goal or producing invested for growth if lump sum or legacy is your big consideration. Number three question, and this is extremely important, and I would say the most important question Are you using the right tools? So, you know, we can do what we need to do, but we can sometimes choose the wrong tool and it makes it less effective. So in other words, to keep it really basic, you know, if I have a nut that I'm trying to tighten on a bolt, I can use a pair of pliers, but you know what? That may not be as effective as using a wrench or a socket and a ratchet. There are certain tools that we have available to us that are extremely good for one thing. And I've mentioned this already, mutual funds, for instance, or index funds, those can be really good growth tools. If we have a long time horizon, we got plenty of time before we need this money for income or for lump sum or for legacy. But then if we're using that growth tool, but we're needing income, we're using the wrong tool. And so this kind of goes back to and harkens back to what do you have your money in and what is the area of expertise of your fiduciary? Sometimes people realize that if they really do want growth, but they love the idea of having growth plus income, instead of using a mutual fund, using individual stocks, individual equities. When I know looking at my client portfolios that my clients are producing you know, four, four and a half percent in dividends, that always makes me smile because I know that they have the income, but they also get the appreciation of that position. When you think about fixed income instruments, this may be something that is completely new and foreign to you. If you're a listener for any length of time, you know that fixed income are instruments that are contractual. Things that when we buy them, we know that we're going to be able to get a steady stream of interest or a steady stream of dividend. And we know that these things are inherently safer than growth-based tools while making income for us, income that we can rely upon, income that we can have reliably from our principal. When we think about our risk tolerance, as we get older, we have less risk that we want to take on. Because we're getting near that red zone, that really vulnerable period of our life. And so we can even look outside of things like bonds and preferreds and fixed instruments that are going to be providing income to us. 
we can look at things like annuities, not variable annuities, but annuities that are insured like indexed annuities and multi-year guaranteed annuities. There was a lady that I just recently met with who is quite elderly, but she doesn't have a lot and yet she needed income. And so she found that the tool that was best for her was something called an immediate annuity, something that was going to contractually pay her like a pension for the rest of her life. Because of her age, it worked to her benefit. So do you have singularity of focus on your money? Singularity of purpose. If you don't, I encourage you, begin working today to get that found so that you can have the retirement of your dreams. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. You'll be able to see previous radio shows. You'll be able to see TV interviews as well as our weekly YouTube videos that I record each week. And you'll be able to reach out to us personally. Believe it or not, we are human beings and we do look at our email. It is something that is a part of our daily life. I'm Matthew Johnson. Remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.